DDCO at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Yo, hello everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater, episode 22. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. I'm Jack Swakowski. And uh, we got a mini-sode for you this week. Um, we're going to be doing a kind of a, an interesting one here. We're doing third-tier superstars, okay? Yeah, yeah. Basically, we're going to look at guys who hung around for a long time uh, and just never really got any recognition, whether that's because their numbers were good or never eye-popping, but never eye-popping, or maybe they were just not the sexy choice for yeah. the all-star team exactly yeah yeah that was the one criteria we had is um uh they couldn't they could have never made an all-star team yes yeah. yeah so we had to do some research we did a lot of work for this one it, guys. it is it's surprisingly hard to find guys who were around for a long time who yeah. never made the all-star team yeah no i was we were talking we were discussing this earlier in the week jack but like a lot of guys accidentally make the all they like you know accidentally have a good first half and make the all-star team jose so. offerman made two all-star <laughs> teams the all-star game was not for jose offerman no and then he tried to kill someone years later but uh, wait wait what really <laughs> well, i didn't he know got, about he'd this. like charged the mound like with a bat and he inst- he like started this crazy brawl or oh, whatever jesus we'll have to pull the video for that okay i don't remember that yeah right. it was this was years after he was like out of the mlb this uh-huh. like and this might have been like the atlanta coast league or something oh, okay so this was like some matt lato shit yeah exactly okay yeah, exactly um but uh yeah so that was so yeah i mean yeah well brian laher made the all-star team for the cubs yeah that was like 2012 i think maybe yeah. So yeah, so uh, so that's what we're that's what we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, we um, what we did was uh, we created a roster. We we each like um, we we made one team basically, and we split up the positions. So uh, Jack had some, I had some, and uh, we for the most part we we did all timers. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, if you Jack, if you thought of any like current guys, I thought of a couple current guys who would be in, be uh, like. Who could make a list if we were only doing current players? Okay, but sure. It's a little easier to pick current guys because, like, you could pick like Ronald Acuna or something. Ye- but you know, true. Like for a guy who's never made an All Star team. Yeah. So I guess um, I mean, if we're talking about this right now, since we're not going to really name current guys, I mean, yeah. one of the guys I would thought of was like Gerardo Parra. Okay. You yeah. know, a guy who's been around for a little while. He's actually never made an all-star team. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I would have had to look that up to, yeah. to, to confirm I, I did need to look it up to confirm, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I got a couple along the way, new uh-huh. guys, so we can we can pepper them in there. For but, sure. Uh, yeah, we didn't, just, we didn't pick a running order, so should we just go, like, around the around the diamond? Yeah, let's go around the diamond. Let's do, uh, let's, because let, let, I had the starting pitcher. Let me let me do that one last, because I okay. feel like that's going to be kind of an odd choice. Uh, okay. That's an outlier. So I can do catcher. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, we'll start with catcher. Um, yeah, so uh, my catcher was uh, Benji Molina. I believe ah, he just okay. he just recently came up in uh, in one of our podcasts. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, so I, I, I totally want... unsexy. Yes, uh, very <laughs> unsexy. Yeah. Um, uh, so Benji Molina, he hung around for a long time. Uh, he always hit for an appropriate amount of power. He yeah, didn't have okay. a bad average. Um, yeah. So when you look at his uh, 162 game uh, average on yeah, Baseball you, Reference, you have to pull. Yeah, because I'm interested to hear this. Yeah, I'm... so it's he averaged 17 home runs, 85 okay. RBIs, and had a 274 average. His career average was 274 in over 4,800 official at bats, which yeah, is a lot bad. better than I thought it was. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, it looks like he hit double digit homers four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, like eight or nine times. He hit double digit homers. One time he hit 20 homers. Was that with the Blue Jays? Um, so he he had one year with the Blue Jays where he had 19 homers, okay. but he also had some good years with the Giants and then uh, with the uh, Angels once he'd been around for a little while. What, what years was he with the Giants? Uh, so he was with the Giants from 07 to 09. Wow, so he was never on one of the World Series. Teams. No, he wasn't actually. Oh, and wait, wait, he was on them in 2010, but it looks like he got traded. So he probably <laughs> he probably got a ring, but he never. Uh, oh, and he wait, wait, he got traded to the uh, Rangers because or uh, he the the team that uh, they played because he got two shares that year. I remember that. Okay, okay. Who did he get traded to in 2010? Uh, so he did get traded to the Texas Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was on both teams in the World Series, and he got a share for both teams. Oh wow, that's and he actually he participated in the 2002 World Series as well with the Anaheim Angels. Ah, yes. Okay. Uh, so right. yeah. He he was the uh, the brother of Jose and Yadier Molina. They're yeah. like I was thinking. They're like the the Mannings of catchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. It's so weird. Um, I wonder if they have a brother named like Cooper Molina, who's like a slick fielding <laughs> shortstop. He's a, yeah. He's an investment banker. Whatever, whatever <laughs> Cooper Manning is. Um, so, yeah. 
Nice. So yeah, Benji Milian, and you know, I actually had a backup catcher too. It was uh, my boy Charlie O. Charlie O'Brien would be like uh, the backup sure. catcher. Okay. Uh, you know, journeyman uh, hit about 220 for his career, but you know, yeah. maybe he had a little pop. I think he was the guy who started wearing the hockey masks for uh, catchers. Yeah. I think he was like the first the guy. The first guy, yeah. Yeah, he prototyped that. It's interesting because he always looked so old. Like he, he did. He always seemed like just like an old guy, so it's funny that he was on the cutting edge or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like the Morgan Freeman of baseball. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. He could always play, like, uh, you know, middle-aged man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are those are my two picks for catcher. Um, you know, and personally, I guess, if we're talking baseball equipment, I always prefer, I prefer just the flip-off mask over that hockey mask. Okay. I don't know if guys, do do guys even still wear that hockey mask anymore? Does, oh, like, Yadi Molina still wear it? I, I kind of envision him wearing it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, that's interesting. You you said you played catcher in uh, Little League, right? I did. I loved it. You were involved in every play. But, like, they had a weird catcher's mask where it was almost like a batter's helmet with, like, a, a catcher's mask attached. So you didn't oh. actually get to, like, you didn't have, really? like, the flapless helmet that you wore backwards. Because that, that's way cooler than... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. I think they wanted your ears to be protected. Okay, um, okay, fair enough. But, uh, yeah, so I, I always actually kind of uh, lionized catchers when I was a kid. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Charlie O was one of my favorites along with Tony Pena. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's Thank good you. Pick. All right. So we're moving on to first base. Okay. Right, unless you had a. Oh, well, I was gonna say we could switch off. So you you did okay. you did third base, right? Yeah. And then we could do first next. So we'll okay. do the corners. We'll so we'll turns. do the hot corner. Who'd you have there? All right. So third base. Um, I had one. Todd Zeal. Oh, you bastard! Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> well, you didn't pick him for another. I was position, maybe did you? gonna. I was thinking about him for first base. I have okay. a couple of other guys, but that's interesting, Jeremy. So we were both on the same page for him. I like it. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so I didn't. Um, let's see. I thought I looked up his career, um, like uh, fielding here. Okay, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, he technically played more games at, at third. Well, he played a lot more games at third base. So, sure. Yeah, um, I remember he got moved across the diamond when he went with like the Mets. I think. Okay, that's um, that's possible. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about like, like, like career, like, um, positions, like, is there a minimum or like what percentage? Like I did try to pick guys who picked, there there actually wasn't any close calls, but I tried to pick guys who like, they played the majority of their position, uh, years at that position. For sure. Yeah. So Todd Zeal had, uh, 1,498 games, uh, at, uh, third base. Uh Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean like, you know, and uh, Todd Zeal was I mean, I, I get I start nodding off just looking at his face. Yes. Talk yep. about boring players. Yeah. Oh um, god, yeah. You know, he was okay, so he was with the Cubs for like a portion of one year, I uh-huh. think. Yep. Um it was in nineteen I'm gonna date myself here, but I remember being on uh my school trip, uh my school eighth grade class trip. When uh, we were watching the news, again, we went to Washington, D.C., and I remember on the news, it said that the Cubs had acquired Todd Zeal. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And I, I think like part of me was like, I wish I was back in Chicago for yeah. this. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he came on, and like I think, um, I guess he finished the year... But then, like he was roundly, uh, like you know, recycled away after that. So, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the numbers are interesting. Um, he's a career two sixty five hitter, uh, two hundred and fifty three homers. Mm-hmm. Um, but never like he did. He was not a lot. Of, I don't really remember like what he was as a fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, Never really like made a huge impact in a year. I mean, let's see. He had one year where he hit 31 homers uh, with the Dodgers. Uh, and he had some double-digit years. But then I think he might have been... Yeah, he was hurt for a while or, you know. So, like, uh, yeah. yeah, never really, like... You know, made a made a huge splash, but it was like a solid guy for for many years. Yeah, and you know, one of the one of the guys I was going to go with for first base, who I'm ultimately not going to go with, is Eric Karros. Um, okay. One of the reasons, uh, he, so he's he's another guy who never really made an All Star team, which was pretty boring. But yeah. uh, Karros won Rookie of the Year. When I look at Todd okay. Zeal, uh, I don't see any Silver Sluggers, no Gold no. Gloves, uh, no Rookie of the Year, no nothing. Yeah, he finished um, sixth in voting in Rookie of the Year, which so <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, and so so oddly enough, Jeremy, you mentioned that he uh, he came to the Cubs in 95, but he came to the Cubs from the Cardinals, yeah. which, which is a weird yeah. Uh, trade yeah, to happen sure. in midseason. Yeah, I know. I wonder what happened. They must have, uh, I don't know. It looks like, it actually, it, it looks like the uh, the Cubs got Mike Morgan in that trade too, possibly, or maybe the, uh, wow. uh, yeah, so traded by the St. Louis Cardinals with cash. 
to the okay. Chicago Cubs. Oh, for Francisco Morales, Paul Torres, and Mike Morgan. So okay. it looks like the Cubs traded Mike Morgan to the wow. Cardinals. But uh, <laughs> someone must have been smoking crack that day with, in St. <laughs> Louis, I guess. But uh, well, yeah. let's let's go across the diamond. Yeah, um, let's do it. Let's go to first base. Okay. So I, I bring. I feel like I bring this guy up on the podcast every now and then. But uh, it's 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 my boy Paul Sorrento. Ah, okay. I always yeah, yeah. like Paul Sorrento. He's come up a lot this year. He, some off off the mic and some. Uh, yeah, well, so he was um, in the Angels game. I think he's currently and has been for a little while the assistant hitting coach for the uh, for the Angels. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but I always liked Paul Sorrento. Um, he start. I first became aware of him when he was on the Indians. He was on a couple of those really good uh, Indians teams in the mid '90s, or at least in '95. He went to Seattle after that. But yeah. like, I first saw him in a game in '95 in County Stadium, and then I saw him again in a doubleheader uh, against the Mariners, Brewers, Mariners in '96. So I always kind of liked Paul. Paul Sorrento, yeah. um, his uh, his 162 game averages uh, average 25 home runs and 84 RBIs um, and okay. hit 257. Okay. So he was yeah. a guy who was gonna uh, who was gonna produce. Guy, he got double digit homers every year after his fourth year in the league, and it looks like he played for 10 years. What what's Sorrento's vitals there? What's his height and weight? Uh, so he was 6'2", 195, so, which is actually like I, I kind of always remembered him being like. A bigger guy, yeah, yeah. But that's 195, than I 195 is, yeah, definitely smaller. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, but yeah, so he was, uh, you know, he was kind of an just kind of an, a boring average guy, but he <laughs> hung around for a while, and you know, he was. He's kind of like a, the type of guy, like a maybe a Mark Reynolds with a little bit better of an average. Like yeah. he's going to get you 20, 25 homers if you have him. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's as much you can ask for some stiff at first base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, I'll say this: first, first base and third base were were kind of hard uh, positions to find. Yeah. Because like I mentioned to you, it's kind of either feast or famine at those positions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially first base, because I feel like you know if you don't produce there, um, you know you're just not going to last. Yeah. Right. And exactly. third base too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they might shuffle you off to, like, DH or something, or, like, uh, yeah, or just not, you know, keep you around. Right. I would say uh, a good guy for our current league, for the current times, mm-hmm. is uh, maybe Jan Gervis Salarte. I don't yeah. know if he's ever made an all-star team, but... I think... Uh, I'm not sure. He yeah. may He may have. He oh, may have. that would be... Yeah, actually, he may have made it, like, one year when the Padres were too pathetic to yeah. have anybody else. Uh, let's see one. Did, let's did, look him up. Did you have a... While well, you do that, um, uh-huh. did you have a current... Uh, well, I'll just say that while you're looking at that. Yeah. Up. My third baseman, my current third baseman... So, we did a couple uh, months ago, or a couple episodes ago, we did... Um, uh, our all-star votes mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of my all-star votes are were guys who like I wanted you know who I like yeah basically um, and so I don't remember if I I don't think I voted for this guy but maybe I gave an honorable mention uh, was uh, Brian Anderson okay so he's my current uh, pick for third base I think he's a pretty good guy but uh, he's not um, you know it's his rookie year so that's it's one of those technicalities right but, right uh, I think he's a solid guy he's probably a guy who might not make a lot of all-stars but then again he might just because he might be the lone Marlins uh, representative for sure so, um, yeah. and uh, to, to, to set the record straight yeah he's a he's a he's a good guy though um, and yeah we, we had talked about him even for a possible rookie of the year but that's probably not going to happen anymore at this point Brian Anderson yeah yeah, yeah no it's like, um, yeah. but uh, so yeah uh, Yangerva Salarte has never uh, made his debut in 2014 has not yet made an all-star okay team. fair enough fair enough did you have a, a, a first catcher baseman? Uh, oh, uh, a current catcher. Um, yeah, yeah, so I was actually, I had been meaning to look up Martin Maldonado. Um, okay, okay. Uh, but I wasn't sure if he had ever made an all-star team. Uh, let's, yeah. I would bet not. No, I would, I w- I would bet not either, but he's a guy who's been around for, no, he's never made an all-star team. Yeah. Uh, and he's sought after, though, too. Um, yeah. Don't sort of. I mean, as, as much as a guy the like The Angels Martin. wanted him. Yeah, the Angels wanted him. Apparently the Astros, uh, a team in contention, wanted him as well. Yeah. Because, so, he's, yeah, he's on Houston right now. So he would have been my pick for catcher currently. Uh, my pick for first baseman currently would either be Lomo or Logan Morrison or yeah. Lucas Duda. Yeah, I was going to say Duda. Mm-hmm. Like, I I mean, he is what he is. He's a, he's a big stiff at first base. Yep. But he can hit hit homers, and mm-hmm. he's been acquired the last several years now. Uh, yeah, by teams, so. I, I mean, I feel like his stats with the Royals this year are a little bit less than they maybe normally would be, just because yeah. he's surrounded by such a, he's a probably deeply sh- depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he needs Curtis Granderson back in his life. Yeah, um, was he the guy who who grabbed? No, wait, what happened? I think Granderson hugged him, like hugged his feet when yeah, he yeah. was leaving. When he was traded, and then last Granderson year. got traded like two days later. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh man, um, sad baseball. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have to deal with that. 
Brewers and Cubs fans, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. right, right. Well, uh, who knows what Granderson's going to do when he has to leave the Brewers after this year. Maybe, but. yeah. Who will he grab? I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, so, uh, yeah, your first baseman um, all-time. Uh, pretty good. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, I had a... Um, I had a backup. I had I had a first baseman. Yeah. Do you remember this guy Nick Asaski? No. Okay, so let me pull him up here. Mm-hmm. He this is one of those guys who like I saw like as a little kid who like I don't know if, I don't know if it's come up on the podcast before, but like there were certain guys. I think it has. Yeah. There's certain guys that you saw like have like a moment mm-hmm. as a little kid, and you thought that they were like the greatest person ever. Eddie like, Tobinsey. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So Nick Asaski. I don't know if it was maybe I just like fell in love with the back of his baseball card or mm-hmm. what, but um, he he was a first baseman primarily with the uh, Reds. Mm-hmm. Um, he only played eight years, um, but I think that he was forced to retire early because he got vertigo. Jesus, he like had like a th- and this and so here here I am like I was nine years old uh, or no I was uh, I, I have, I'm bad at math here I guess apparently but uh, I was yeah I was nine years old. Um, in 1990 when he had this issue and like i was like a nine-year-old like learning what vertigo was because like i was into because i knew of nick asaski right so like any 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 little kid who knew nick asaski in 1990 like learned about vertigo at a young age i guess (laughs) but uh yeah he had vertigo and he had to like retire i guess um but uh yeah he was like kind of a masher a little bit um that age 29 season with boston looks really good 30 homers 108 rbis and a 277 average yeah i mean pretty good um i wonder if he uh got into any uh this is true that would have been right around that time yeah but you know he was like yeah i mean 15 22 12 21 10 and 12 in his rookie year homers Mm -hmm. so i mean he was kind of a masher but uh um let's see career slugging well 446 i yeah but you know uh he was like a guy who just like as a little kid i remember thinking like oh this guy is like He's got like a lot of power. Yeah, so. and his his career average was exactly two fifty. Yeah, which yeah. is very boring. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, another another guy I was going to mention uh, also ran is Lee Stevens. Oh Montreal yeah. Expo. Okay. Um. Sure. So that that brings us to uh, you want to do shortstop, Jeremy? Yeah, let's do shortstop. Okay. All right. This I kind of almost wanted to save this one for the end, but yeah. uh, I'm pretty proud of this one. Okay. So my shortstop is none other than Jose Valentin. Ooh, Jose Valentin. Never made an all-star team. <laughs> Never really? did. No, no, okay. he didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, so th- Jose Valentin's got some interesting numbers here. Let uh-huh. me uh, kind of hunker down here and, and pull up my, my, my notes. Um, so uh, did I take a picture of this? Let me see here. I think I got it. Um, no, that's for the closer. So, okay, uh, I did a search of, like, shortstop numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, he has the um, through a minimum of 650 games. He has the 99th worst fielding percentage of a shortstop. Wow! Um, let's pull up that fielding percentage really quick. Uh, it's not pretty. Um, let's see fielding percentage um, nine nine fifty nine. Okay, that's not good. No. Most most guys are like at like nine nine eighty. You know whatever. Mm-hmm. And shortstop is a little tougher, but. I was surprised to find that he played a majority of his uh, games at shortstop. Yes, uh, because I remember he got moved to center field for a bit. Yeah, he had twenty. Uh, he had twelve hundred sixteen games at shortstop, uh, one hundred eighty one at third base, one fifty eight at second, uh-huh. um, twenty four in center field. They, wow, I don't know why I remember him as a center field. Well, yeah, no, it's it's, it's weird. One of those how, weird things. It's weird how you grasp onto those things. But okay, so he was like not a great fielder, but. In terms of shortstops, he's he has he's hit the sixth most home runs. Okay. Uh, in in history as that's, a shortstop, that's insane. Yeah. So he um has two hundred and forty nine career homers. I remember the thing about Jose Valentin was like he was the master of the three run homer. Like mm-hmm. I think Hawk might have called him that or oh, something. God. But um. <laughs> well, yeah, he was the last player to hit for the cycle before Abreu did it last year yeah. for the White Sox. That yeah. Is. Right, so I didn't like him at all, like as a player. Uh-huh. It was it was during at the height of my like Sox hatred. Yeah, like I just hated all things Sox or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. He was a fun. He was funny. He had that the iconic mustache. He did. You know, he was just like a dude who could just hit a home run. Yep. Um, lifetime average two forty three. Um, but uh, I don't know. Just a kind of a funny like baseball guy who like was always like out there in the the fringe of well, yeah the yeah i mean i i've been aware of him since i started watching baseball yeah he started with the brewers um yeah. so he was one of those uh 
uh, guys that like I liked when I was a little kid um, before I could really judge what a good or a bad baseball sure. player was. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, so yeah, I was talking about Mark Loretta. Um, I, I then like I always thought that because you know you associate those guys with the awful teams they were on, and yeah. it's hard for you to separate the player from the bad team. Like, for sure. Um, I can do it better now because I know more about baseball. But like uh, that that's kind of similar to how when I was a little kid, uh, one time I when I was losing my teeth, you know, well like when you're a little kid, I bit into a brat. <laughs> and I uh, lost my tooth and I bled all over the brat. And like for years, I couldn't eat a brat. And so I would just always associate brats with losing the tooth. And so wow. that's how I am with like Jose Valentin and Mark Loretta and Jeff Cirillo. It's like their memories are clouded by they're, – they're decent players. But like my memory has been clouded by the bad teams. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, that's a dark story. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess Jose Valentin is the blood-soaked bun of baseball, I guess. <laughs> uh, a lot of things to take away from that little anecdote. But uh, I'm yeah. glad you're uh, – I'm glad you're 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 brought uh, positive now, right? I, I am. I do I do love brats now. It took me a while to get over it. It was just a couple of years ago that I really started eating brats again. Fair but, enough. Fair but enough. yeah, it's they're good stuff. Hey, uh, for my guy from Wisconsin, that's not an easy feat. So there you go. <laughs> um, I had a I had a modern day shortstop. This one's going to okay. surprise you a little bit. I yeah. think. Modern day Andrelton Simmons. He's never made an. He's never made a, I feel like when you look when you give that. Uh, um, you know, boundary. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, he's he's amazing. He's kind of tailed off. Like he's kind of kind of fallen into obscurity the last couple of years mm-hmm. in out in uh, L.A. But uh, I was almost going to pick him as my like all-time like yeah. just, you know as my main pick. But yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Anderson Simmons never made an All-Star team. Interesting. So. Well, yeah, we just saw him go deep a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So my uh. So moving on to second base. Uh. Yes. My guy. Is going to be none other than uh, Alberto Callaspo. <laughs> oh man, he's no okay. longer in the league. A little bit of a controversial pick there. If you want to talk, I could pull that up. Oh, I uh, yeah, I okay. So um, Alberto Callaspo is just one boring, boring player. Uh, uh-huh. Two sixty-five uh, career average. Uh, you know, played a bunch of years. He was in the league for about ten years with a whole with a bunch of different teams. Kept getting picked up. You know, would usually play about 130 uh, games a season. Uh, mm-hmm. Never really did anything remarkable. But he's he's controversial. Well, he was arrested as a rookie for uh, domestic violence. I did not know this. Yeah, I okay. see. Now I remember when this was in 2007. So yeah. I remember him coming up uh-huh. and uh, like you know he might have showed a little bit of promise. And then that happened, and it was like, ah, oh, man, like mm-hmm. you know, um, for sure. What is this? Can't stand. There's someone. Alberto Caspo joins Wife Beaters Club. There you go. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, he was one of the. He and he was out in the forefront of that, that, <laughs> that uh, domestic uh, <clears throat> abuse there, I guess. Uh, but yeah, that 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 always like so. Yeah, it was interesting that that happened as a rookie because for me that always like s- remains synonymous with him for uh, sure. Like. During that time, but uh, yeah, I, well, I would say a couple others I was going to do were uh, Mark Ellis, um, okay. who never made an All Star team, was around for a long time. Also, Adam Kennedy. Wow, well. yeah. yeah, Kennedy might have. He did well in the playoffs, I think, for the uh, maybe in the O two playoffs. Maybe, okay, in okay. The World Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe uh, I know that uh, Eckstein did, but uh-huh. um, uh, Mark Ellis, man, that guy is a complete like. That guy should be on the no fun to hang out with list. Like that guy just seems like he looks like an accountant or something. Like, uh, but uh, and I'm, I guess I'm a little surprised that he never made the All Star team. But yeah. uh, that's a good pick. But uh, yeah, Alberto Callaspo. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I kind of I didn't I didn't catch those numbers because I was researching that uh, the, the charges. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. So I did not remember that. I just know that he's he's in my me and my dad's 2014 stratomatically, and he's just one of the worst players, despite having like <laughs> over 400 bats for Oakland on like a playoff team. I don't know yeah. how that happened. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, but he's just a, when I think of guys who are just like not exciting and not at all. Uh, it, Alberto Caspo. Um, I <laughs> was, nice. I, yeah, you know, I, Jeremy, I honestly didn't really think of a, a modern day second baseman. Um, um, would, uh, would you have any suggestions? Oh uh, man, I, with, at the risk of having dead air here. Uh-huh. Um, well, I I'm okay. Well, I was yeah, thinking I of maybe Howie Kendrick, but I wasn't sure if he, oh, uh, if he had ever made active. an all-star team. He's still playing. He's still, <laughs> he is still active. he's still playing in 2018. He's made one all-star team. So okay. It cannot yeah, be Howie shit. Kendrick. He made it in 2011. Okay. But we'll see. We could go back to it and see if we think of anybody. Yeah. Something, something might come to us. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, okay. Very good. So, uh, that's the whole infield then, right? Yeah. All right, so time to head to the outfield. Okay. Um, I had two outfield picks, Jack. You had yeah, one. Yeah, I had so, one. Yep. So I'll go, then you, then me. Um, so my first pick, um, 
I'll go. I'll go with this one. Um, Matt Stairs. Matt Stairs. Okay. Matt Stairs. The now, beloved Matt Stairs. Yeah. Now Jack and I were going back uh, talking like about the parameters of this, and I gave Matt Stairs as an example. Mm-hmm. So then I just I kind of had to go with it after that. But yeah. uh, let me pull up Matt Stairs' uh, career numbers here. Uh, Canadian Matt Stairs. I should I should mention. Mm-hmm. Um, career two sixty two hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, career two hundred and sixty five homers. Um, and like, just like an iconic looking guy. Like yep. in the early part of his career, had like the uh, the mullet going on, curly like blonde hair, mm-hmm. uh, at least a, a mustache if not a mustache and goatee. Um, just he looked like a beer league softball player. Yeah, played a year for the Brewers. Looked like a Brewer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, did we talk about that on the podcast? We, we may we may have, but I, I know we've said Stephen Vogt looks like a Brewer. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Matt Stairs is definitely uh, cut from that same cloth. Yeah. It's like you just look at a guy and like you're like, oh, he's a he's a Marlin. Yep. Or something, or he's a whatever. And so mm-hmm. like, yeah. So Matt Stairs was a Brewer for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I loved having him on the Cubs. I was actually going through my uh, 2001. I just bought a 2001 complete uh, set of tops cards mm-hmm. and I was going through it last night and Matt Stairs is a cub in that set. Oh gosh. Which is a rare like rarity to have a Matt Stairs Cubs card. Yeah. But uh yeah, a long time uh ass uh um athletic and mm-hmm. <laughs> not a long time asshole, which is, it sounded like what I was gonna say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a long time uh, athletic. Uh-huh. Um I guess five years though on a lot of teams. But yes he uh, was. Uh he yeah. turned into quite the journeyman. Yeah, but uh, and he's a hitting coach now with the Phillies or something. Uh, well, is it the Phillies or is it the Padres? Oh, maybe it's um, the Padres. Because I, I remember we went to that game and I think we pointed out that Matt Stairs was the hitting coach there. Man, why didn't I? Why did we wait wait around to meet him? I would have loved to get like an autograph and a picture with him. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. Probably a cool guy. If he's around, if he's on the roster next year, I'm gonna wait and like try to meet Matt Stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, did but, he uh, like get naked in the Cubs locker room? Oh, or probably. Like yeah, that? I think there he might have like been one of those guys who took like naked batting practice or something, or would walk around naked. <laughs> It just to raise morale for the team or whatever. Yeah, that Cubs team probably would have needed a lot of morale raising. So, <laughs> um, yeah, only the uh, nudity of a of a Matt Stairs could do it, I suppose. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he's he's just a fun guy, fun uh, like a, a fan favorite. And uh, so I had I had to go for had to go for Matt Stairs for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he, he you know he, his average wasn't terrible. Like he you know no uh, for the type of player he was for him to have a two sixty two career batting average. I mean, you, yeah. you think of him being a three true outcome guy. But uh, a 262 average is higher for that. Those guys usually have about 230 averages. Yeah, for sure. Oh. And at one point, I don't know if he still does, he had the record for most pinch hit homers. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. And, that, you know, those are such odd records, too, because, like, you know, well, that kind of just means he was never good enough to really start yeah, exactly. on any team yeah. he was yeah. on. But that's a, that's an impressive record, you know. Yeah. They, they say one of the hardest things to do in baseball is to pinch hit. Yeah, to come off the bench. Yeah. So there you go, Matt Stairs. That's my pick. Um Let's let's hit our current outfielders at the end. If yeah. You want to do that. Okay. Sure. All right. So, who is your outfielder, Jack? Um. So my outfielder was Jim Eisenreich. Oh, nice. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's, that's a name I, was that I like to hear. Very relieved that he did not make an All Star team. I figured yeah. he was around for so long. Well, with- I want to hear this guy's career numbers because, like, I never have never. Once I, I do a lot of nerdy baseball things, but I've never once looked up Jim Eisenreich's career numbers. Yeah, so, so actually, interestingly enough, in 1985 and 1986, he didn't play in the major leagues at all. So he okay. started in 90, uh, 1982. Okay. Um, his career numbers are, he had a 290 career average, which is pretty good. And in, in a lot of games, too. Yeah. In a lot of games, he played 1,422 games okay. in his career uh, and had 3,995 at-bats. So he had a lot of career at-bats for that. For a guy who almost hit 300, yeah. uh, only hit 52 homers okay. in his career, but that's uh, you know that's not bad. Yeah. Um, played in the 97 World Series. Uh, looks like he played with the Twins, Royals, Phillies, Marlins, and Dodgers to end his career. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you know, he, he was around for a long time, never really made an all-star team, but... Was, uh, was he on the, the 91, uh, what, what year did the Phillies make it, 92? Uh, so, he, so, well, he was not, yeah, actually, he was not on either of those teams. His okay. first year with Philly was 93, and actually he hit in that year, played in 153 games, uh, only had 362 official at-bats, but he hit 318 that year. Okay, so well, he there was you a, go. He was, a, he was an all right player. That's a good, that's a great pick. I Thank love you. That pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he was, and he was a primarily an outfielder. He huh? was primarily an outfielder. He's listed as outfield and first base. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks like in his career he played uh, 1,072 games at outfield, only 64 games at first base. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely a, a guy also who doesn't really look like a baseball player. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
Um, and it, it might be fair, unfair to accountants uh, to say that all weird-looking baseball players look like accountants, but right. they also look like an accountant or something. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Um, uh, all right, very cool. Uh, my third outfielder I had was Jeff Frenchie Francoeur. Ooh, Jeff Francoeur. I'm surprised he never made an all-star team. I know, I know. And especially like in, yeah, like when it seems like a lot of players like of recent years have made all-star teams. But uh, no, he did win a gold glove though. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was actually in his third year he he made it, he, he uh, won the gold glove. But yeah. uh, I, I had to give it up for him anyway. Like actually, I'm surprised that he didn't win more gold gloves. Yeah, he was a really good fielder. Yeah, um, had and he had a cannon for an, for an arm. Yeah, yeah, great arm. Did um did we see him make a throw together, or was that by myself? Well, uh, we did see him. I think it was like maybe with the Braves. Um, he maybe played in that in game, 14? or no, maybe with the Padres. No, in 2014, he was on. He played like 10 games with the Padres, wow. and I think we were the game we, that Edwin Jackson game. Yeah, the Edwin Jackson game Ugh. where uh, nine straight Padres scored runs. Okay, that was yeah. an ugly game. Yeah, uh, but I think he played for the Padres in that game. So, oh no! But to answer your question, Jeremy, no, I don't believe we saw him make a throw. I might have seen him make a throw in sixteen, okay. maybe with the Brewer or with the uh, Braves. Well, it, oh. oddly enough, Jeremy, I mean, you and I did go to that Braves uh, Cubs game like late, but you were also went to a Braves game that year, right? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll. I'll have to look that up. But yeah. I remember, I, I do remember thinking like. This is cool. I got to see uh, Frank Cora throw someone out from like like an outfield assist, like mm-hmm. uh, from right field or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like you know, Frank Cora is a guy who started his career off with a lot of uh, promise. I guess he did. I don't know if it was injuries that I don't really remember if it was injuries that kind of derailed him. But yeah. uh, if you look at his like um, year total, I mean, he was on so many teams. It's hard to actually kind of like look take at a his, quick glance. Yep. Actually, mm-hmm. if you look at it, he actually played. Like a good amount of games per year. It's just he's he was on so many teams that the, his baseball reference listing is a is a mess. It is. Um, it wasn't until 2013 that he he started playing less than 100 games a year. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, his second year, uh, first full year in the leagues. His first two full years in the leagues, he played every game. Yes, he did. Yep. Um, and he hit 29 homers and then 19 homers. But uh, yeah, he had he had a, a really strong uh, start to his career, and then uh, I guess it, things kind of tailed off a little bit, but. Uh, um, yeah, he was like a guy, like, I don't know, uh, I, that was, I was, uh, cognizant enough of, of the league at that point to like dislike other players because I was like so much of a homer, I guess. Uh-huh. But, um, he, that was a guy that I like always liked and like, I, I love any, you know, uh, guy who can throw out, uh, like who can make that crazy throw from the outfield and yep. like, nail someone. Uh, so, and, and Frank Cor, that was like his specialty. So, um, so yeah, I had to give it up for, uh, Jeff Frank Cor on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a fantastic choice. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I, I guess I, I think maybe one of the things about him was he just kind of stopped hitting for power. He had 29 homers in that first year, but by yeah. his third year, he dropped down to 11 and 15. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he had a great start, just could kind of couldn't maintain it. But I remember he I remember he was a, a Georgia boy too, so it was kind oh, of yeah. a big uh, big deal that he was on the Braves. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, I had one guy who I um, wanted to make my list, but uh, I realized that I, some of my guys were starting to become like kind of the same type of guys, yeah. like, kind of like power, like power hitters who were like maybe not that great uh, at average. Uh-huh. And this guy fell in it to a, to uh, was Rob Deere. Rob Deere, okay, I wanted to yeah. say Rob Deere really bad, but yeah, uh, the he, old the old Brewer, right? Yeah, like that was another guy who I I saw him hit like a crazy homer with the Brewers against the White Sox when I was a little kid, and I'm like, this is the most powerful player in baseball. Yeah, so yeah. um, but uh, he just he was a, he was a late scratch. From, okay, uh, okay, from my list, but uh, modern guys, do you, do you got any well, uh, it was I sort of I gave Parra away, unfortunately, That's right, but he would have been Parra. probably my choice for my okay. modern guy. I had two uh, mm-hmm. again. I picked a rookie like Brandon Nimmo. Okay, I, think, I, I do like Brandon Nimmo. Yeah, like, I might yeah. like him almost as much as Joey Otani. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, he's got good numbers um, this year. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's remained consistent, so I, I do look forward to see what he keeps doing uh, in future years on that putrid team. Uh, in oh, New yeah. York. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, Kevin Kiermeyer was a Never guy. Never made an all-star team? Never made an all-star team. I feel like he's been hurt a lot in he his has. career. He yeah. has. I think his last couple of years have been kind of dark. But, uh, yep. but uh, he's an amazing fielder. And uh, he, when healthy, like he's a decent hitter. Yeah. Like, he's about a... Close to three hundred. Oh yeah, say. yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer again, a, a guy who doesn't get a lot of press because of where he plays. Yeah, for sure. 
for sure. Um, Jeremy, I guess to just uh, throw one uh, power-hitting, strong-throwing outfielder out there, uh, uh-huh. I, I was thinking also of maybe Jay Buhner. But yeah. he did make one all-star yeah. team in 96. I looked, you know, and actually outfielder was a little risky because we were both picking outfielders. Yes, and, uh, right. Jay Buhner was on my radar. Um, Bone, so, uh, Bone, they called him. Did they? I, I believe, yeah, yeah. I think I said, I mean, he's like a bald head. I, okay, If you remember sure. that. Yeah. So, oddly enough, I saw uh, his brother Sean Buhner play wow. uh, in an Orlando Rays game. Jesus, uh, man. Wow, that, that, that was that Orlando Rays that Team Kerry Wood played on. Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, wasn't, I don't think they were on the same team, but he looked exactly like Jay Buhner. Yeah. Um, and he was probably only in the minors because of Jay Buhner. I, probably. I, I still uh, think of uh, the Seinfeld uh, episode where George's dad uh, yells at George Steinbrenner for trading. He's like, "Why did you trade away Jay Buna? He had a rocket for an arm." <laughs> and then that's why Larry David is awesome, by the way, because he put in like that joke. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, G- George Steinbrenner goes, "My guy said Ken Phelps. Ken Phelps bad. Like they said Ken Phelps." Because uh-huh. I guess he traded for Ken Phelps. Well, yeah, and they they mentioned like Danny Tartable on Seinfeld. Too. He was on. He was on. An, he was on an, an episode. episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm also mentioned Dick Groat uh, for Groat's syndrome. Uh huh. Which like sparked me to like this actually like was part of like my baseball uh, renaissance when I got back into it the first time. I like bought up all these like old Dick Groat cards, and mm-hmm. I actually wanted to pick Dick Groat. I don't. He's you know from the '60s or whatever, like. That's I was really hoping that he had never made an All Star because I kind of wanted to pick him for shortstop. He was like a good player, but like you, no one like we wouldn't know about. I wouldn't know yeah. about him unless it was for Larry David, right? Um, but I have like an All Stars card or like a like league leaders in hitting, and it's like Roberto Clemente, uh, Hank Aaron, and uh, or it's Roberto Clemente, Willie Mays, and Dick Grote or something. They're oh, wow. like on the same card. That's uh, that's some pretty exclusive company for yeah. Dick Grote to yeah. be in. It's pretty awesome. So yeah. I, I kind of wanted to, I, I was hoping that he could make it, but uh, he made like a bunch of All-Stars. There were less right. players, less back, players then, back then. And less yeah. teams back then. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so uh, those are my all-timers. So we still have a uh, uh, starting pitcher and closer. Right, I, I, right, I forgot. Okay, well, you're going to like my starting pitcher, maybe, Jeremy. Uh, all right. So uh, there were other guys uh, that I could have gone with, but... Uh, this one, uh, okay, I'll just say it. I went with Rick Helling. Oh my God, Jesus! Um, yeah. <laughs> so here, here's here, I was just uh, um, astounded by these stats. Uh, so Rick Helling, uh, he was he at least on the 01 Diamondbacks? Uh, no, he was on the Texas Rangers in 2001. Okay. So Rick Helling, uh, I just I got to give it up to the guy. Um, despite having a 4.68 career ERA, uh-huh. he had a he had a record over 500 of 93 and 81, and he pitched from 1994 to 2006. Okay. I have no idea how he hung around that long, but he yeah. was there. Uh, so I current okay. So before we get into this ridiculousness, like current guys would be like Jolie's Chassin, I think is a very solid guy. I think is uh, just, despite where he's played, he's uh, put up really good numbers. Okay. Uh, but back to Helling though, the the most and one of the most amazing statistics I've seen in recent memory is the fact that in 1998. He yeah. went twenty and seven uh-huh. with an ERA of four point four one for the Rangers. How do you do that? How is that possible? Let's see the ninety eight Rangers. I mean, I can look Let's this look up. Let's look it real up. Quick. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, I, Juan Gon was on that. Yeah, team? Yeah, Juan Gon had to have been on that team. So uh, wow, Gosh. they had they had three players oh. drive in over a hundred runs. Juan Gon. Look at your look at the DH there. It's your buddy. Uh, oh yeah, Lee my Stevens. my boy Lee Stevens was on that. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, Juan Gon though has he did he must have won the MVP that year, right? Um, uh, Three eighteen average, forty five homers, one hundred fifty seven RBIs. Ninety eight, did you say? Uh yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, ninety eight. He did. He was <laughs> um, MVP. Let's see where where can we get uh so team batting average two eighty nine, which is which is really good. Um, and it looks like they hit two hundred one homers. So that was a team that was just wow. mashing. Yeah. Um. Wow! Look at the 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 ERAs of their starting uh, pitchers on reference on B-ball ref. Um, yeah, well, I got it right here. I got it. Helling okay. was a four forty one. Aaron Seeley was a four uh, uh, four twenty three. Um, Burke, John Burkett was a five sixty eight. And then they had three guys with like uh, in the teens with starts: Darren Oliver, Esteban Loiza, the drug czar himself, and <laughs> Bobby Witt, don't, uh, senior. Uh, soon to be forgotten and overshadowed by his son. Yes. Um, God, Bobby Those, Wood, oh, he's 34. Bobby Wood was 34 years old, and he had a 766. That had to have been his last year. Yeah. 
Um, and it's funny that uh, Esteban Loeza was on that team because he was on my radar. I think he had made an all-star team for like the White Sox oh, in the yeah. early 2000s. But yeah. he was a guy I was going to consider okay. um, being on that. But my God, Jeremy, those are putrid statistics. Their team ERA was 4.99. Yeah, that's that's um, crazy. What an anomaly. And they finished first in the American League West. Yeah, that's an anomaly. We'll also do a, a mini-sode about the 1998 Texas sh- Rangers. We should. That would be very interesting, <laughs> yeah. actually. I'd like to know more about that team. Yeah, deep dive on that bad team yeah yeah badly good team i guess yeah uh so oh rusty greer was on that team too okay all right so anyway uh yeah that Rick was my, yeah. okay so he was on the 03 marlins i guess that maybe that's okay. what i was thinking I've, I've, i've thought he was on a world i guess i must have subconsciously thought he was on a world series expansion okay team. So there you and go. actually their gm uh for the rangers that year was one douglas melvin uh, oh, as he's okay. listed on the old right. walrus himself. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my pick, Jeremy. Wow, Rick Helling, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. Well, my closer then, mm-hmm. um, is uh, Octavio Dotel. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I remember him being on the uh, the Astros. Yeah. Perhaps. And now he was. I feel like he was um kind of a setup guy for a while mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, let's see. He had a hundred and nine uh saves. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What was his most in 04? In 04, he had uh, 36 saves. So this is a kind of a borderline one. Like I, you know, I think he was a, a setup guy for a lot of years, but but he did close. So yeah. I, I, went, I went with him. Well, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember him as a as a closer somewhat. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. That, that that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad call at all. And he was around for a long time. Yeah. Pitched forever. 15 yeah. years. Um. Th- a career 3.78 ERA. Um. And. Uh, yeah, 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 109 uh, saves. So I brought up, oh, um, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was my all timer. Mm-hmm. So Octavio Dotel. Um, he's on the White Sox there at the end of like well, it wasn't even the end of his career. He yeah, he was just he stuck around for a long mm-hmm. damn time. Um, look, actually, his Baseball Reference like jersey uh, gallery there is pretty funny. He yes. has a, a full uh, fifteen. Uh, different numbers. My anymore. God, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's got to be close to a record. Yeah, pretty. Uh, yeah, I wonder what Arthur Rose's looked like. It was actually fun doing closer because there were so many like guys who who were around for so long. Like, yeah, you got your Mike Stanton, your uh, Arthur Rhodes, yep. but I think all those guys made All Stars at some point. Yeah, uh, team at some. Yeah, point. Uh, interestingly enough, too, I think that Edwin Jackson may have surpassed Octavio Dotel this oh. year for most teams played on. Okay, there you go. So I think Jackson may have that may have been the guy Jackson usurped. Um, okay, so yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's so a, that's um, a good choice. Yeah, Octavio Dotel. Um, I had a uh, current guy. Okay. Right, well, who's your current? Oh yeah, so pitcher? so I had mentioned uh, Jolie's Chassin, yeah, and right. uh, let's right. let's just dive a little bit deeper into uh, into his numbers there. Okay, cool. um, uh, let me see here. There we go. Okay, so Jolie's Chassin, um, he is uh, this year. So he's having a great season for the Brewers. He's the guy I would want to pitch in the wild card game. His ERA is three point five four this year for his career. Despite playing uh, on the Rockies for uh, six seasons, his career ERA is three point eight seven. Okay. Um, in 1,200 career innings. Um, he's only 73 and 75, but he was on some bad Rockies teams sure. um, there in the middle of his career. But, yeah, and he's, he's, uh, he's an innings eater, too. I mean, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, he'll just mm-hmm. he'll take the ball every, uh, every, every fifth game and, and do it up for you. Yeah, I mean, the, Rock, the, uh, the Brewers felt uh, comfortable enough in his uh, ability uh, to, to, you know, make him one of their, their starting five. Yeah, I mean, so. he's, he's their rock at this point, <laughs> yeah. which I don't think anybody saw coming. Yeah, no, probably not. Uh, so, and actually, that was one of the better uh, free agent signings of the year. So his, his numbers are uh, 3.54 ERA. Um, you know, I don't like wins and losses, but he is, uh, he is 14 and 8. He started 32 games. Let's look at what Jake Arrieta is doing. So, okay. um, oh, yeah. for a guy who's making about three times as much money as Chasin is... Um, I was uh, wondering if uh, Jolie Chassin was one of those guys who got hit. Uh, I'm confusing him with Pedro Astacio. Uh huh. Okay. Astacio got hit with a line drive up the middle. Like, didn't I think he got hit in the head and like he cracked his skull or something? Ooh, goodness. Um, but uh, yeah, but I, I'm I'm conflating him with uh, Chassin. But yeah, uh, uh, Arietta actually has worse numbers than uh, Chassin this really? year. He's got really? a 3.77 ERA. Um, yeah, I, well, I guess that's and he's 10 and nine um, and fewer starts. I, I guess that's what happens when you hold out and uh, don't don't go to spring training, which I don't think Arietta did. did he? <laughs> Uh, he, he must, if, if anything, it was a late signing for yeah. sure. Um, all right. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I can't argue with that one too much. Mm-hmm. All right, Jack, 
I'm going to quiz you a little bit on my um, my closer. Okay. Okay, because it's another technicality closer. But I pulled up um, I pulled up some numbers here, mm-hmm. and so I have the uh, uh, lowest ERA by a relief pitcher over the last three years, from 2015 to 2018. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll give you um, I'll give you the top ten, and my guy is number eleven. Okay, so uh, Andrew Miller, mm-hmm. Aroldis Chapman, Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, Wade Davis, Jared Hughes, oddly is yeah. uh, six. Uh, Dylan, all that, all that sprinting in from the bullpen. Yeah, I guess it, that's what gets him uh, gets the guys out. Yeah, um, Dylan Batances, Will Harris, uh, Juris Familia, Steve Ciszek. So who do you think uh, like the number eleventh guy on that list of lowest ERA minimum of two hundred and twenty innings uh-huh. uh, as a relief pitcher? Uh, he's uh, he's on the Cubs. He's on the Cubs currently. Yeah. Damn you! I was going to say uh, I was going to say Seashick. Okay. Uh, I would say is it Justin Wilson? No. Okay, I'll give one. I'll do one more. Guess. You took a shot at this guy earlier in the year. Uh, and then it was when we were at the game, I think. Okay, okay. Um, uh, let's see here. It is uh, uh, Brian Dunsing. It is not. It is one Pedro Strope. Pedro Strope? Okay. Yeah. 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 I figured so, that was almost too, like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I, it's funny. Uh, um, uh, you know, I think Pedro Strope has a bad reputation yeah. of being, like, a guy who, like, is wild or blows saves or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and he, don't get me wrong, he drives me friggin' nuts. And like I can't stand him, but his numbers are like crazy. They're they're very good mm-hmm. um, over like the long haul. Um, let's see. Let me just pull him up really quick. So right now, the all the Cubs' hopes and dreams for this year are resting on him coming back. Yeah. Because now we just found out that Brandon Morrow isn't gonna be back this year. Was that announced? They're shutting him down. Yeah. Right. So, so the Cubs, I think everyone in the in the on the roster is like massaging his hamstring, like you know what? Yeah. Any free time. Well, um, uh, they can thank Joe Madden for that one. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. Um, but his his number, yeah, his ERA two eighty three, two eighty five, two ninety one, two twenty one, two eighty three, like. Pretty good, like for the last handful of years. So I feel like he kind of became a forgotten man just because of all the relievers yeah. they've acquired. So when they acquired Davis, everybody forgot about Strope. When they yeah. got when they got Chapman, everybody especially forgot about Strope. Yeah. Um. And now they got you know Morrow and all of these other good guys, in including the bullpen. Joe, Joe Madden. Forgot about him too in those 2016 playoffs. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. He was he was in the doghouse for those whole playoffs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, but yeah, so like, but yeah, he's he fell back in the good graces. He's having a good year. He was doing well as a closer, and then he pulled the hamstring because he, for some reason, took a bat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, let's just talk about that since we brought it up. Sure. Uh, there, there was okay. So I understand letting him hit, even though he had already pitched an inning in two thirds. Was I think this it against was. the Brewers? This was against the Nationals um, okay. on the road, and it was extra innings. And he had already pitched, I think, an inning in two thirds. Uh, yeah. You know, came up with the bases loaded, but there was one out. Yeah. Um, I understand. Okay, I understand leaving him in the game. Even even though you had Listella on the bench. Yeah. But the fact that, like, Strope swung, they should have just told him, don't swing. Just strike yeah. out. You're, yeah. You still have another shot because there was only one out, I think. Yeah. Um, and so that's a bad play on Strope's part, too. He should have just kept the bat on his shoulder and let the actual hitter try to drive the runs in. Yeah. I could see the Strope, like... Thinking, like, I have a bad, I'm going to try to hit a home run. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, because, you know, how many times is the guy going to get to come up with the bases loaded yeah, um, yeah, in his exactly. career? Yeah. None. That was probably, like, one of his first career at bats. Yeah. Uh, so it was just a, a boneheaded play that may have actually really cost the Cubs come playoff time. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see when he can come back. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah, you know, so, yeah, he, you know, his numbers are right up there with any reliever over the last three years. That is the tra- That trade with the Orioles is just yeah. the trade that keeps on giving. Um, yeah. And who did they trade those guys? Steve Clevenger, was it? Steve Clevenger and uh, Scott Feldman. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> one of those, Feldman is a complete scrub and Clevenger is a racist. Who's yeah. Out, who's, out of, who's out of baseball? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's uh, th- that was my uh, current guy for sure. Okay. Never made an all-star team. I don't know if you ever will, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. I guess we can wrap up any final thoughts about uh, making the list. I had a couple... Um, Bill Miller was a guy who oh, came up for me. He never made the All Star team. Never made an All Star team. Yeah, I thought he won a batting title one year. Um, uh, yeah, I think he might have. Um, okay. For shortstop, Jose Vizcaino came up. Sure. One sure. year, never okay. won a Gold Glove. Yeah. E- either. 
Um, but uh, I don't know. It was fun to look at these guys for sure. It was. It was. And like you said, Jeremy, it was interesting to see how many guys made the All-Star team. For starting pitchers, I was looking at like Andy Bennis. And Andy Bennis uh, made one All-Star okay. team. So it, it you know eliminated him. And, you know, I, I could have, Jeremy, I could have done better for starting pitcher. I saw that 20-7 and seven with the 4.41 <laughs> ERA, and I was just enamored. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's so, fair. Yeah. Rick Helling, that's funny. I, I have no, like... <laughs> I have nothing about Rick Helling. No, just check. for a guy who pitched for 12 years, I have like, yeah, I got nothing. A guy who I would have just swore was on the Diamondbacks, but he wasn't on the Diamondbacks, I guess. Um, And, you know, oddly enough, like, that's just, if, if you oh, ever need proof that, yeah, that he maybe played a one or two seasons. He was. He was on, o- okay, O2 with the so, Diamondbacks. You know okay. who came up for me, too, when I was thinking was Craig Council. For, okay. uh, for guys, because there's no way that he ever made an all-star no, team. No, um, But, yeah, so it was it was interesting. Jeremy, I'm, I'm glad we did it, and, um, you know, it, it was cool. I, originally, I had suggested we do a, uh, a, a a maximum of one all-star game for every five seasons played yeah. because it was just getting so hard, but <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you held, uh, held <laughs> fast to the rule of no all-star I'm like, we must game. pick guys who weren't good, Jack. Yeah. That's yep. the whole point. we got to mm-hmm. pick guys, bad guys. But, um, yeah, so that's funny. I wonder um, if you could, like, simulate like that this our team versus like you know a good team like what you know what the record would yeah be. Or over the course of a whole season yeah um yeah. that would be very interesting rick helling would just yeah just light it up i guess <laughs> but oh well um and yeah and Acto, octavio dotel would never be used i guess no no <laughs> so, yeah nor would strope if madden was managing the team yeah well so. yeah that's right um, uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't know. Did you have any baseball thoughts? I had one. Yeah. I just, um, I was like, this was like a subconscious thing, but like Patrick Mahomes, uh, who just went off for the Chiefs quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he might have a great year this year, uh, got, given the starting job. Like, I'm like, I knew that, I know that there was a, a Pat Mahomes pitcher, but I just assumed they were like, just, it was just a coincidence. And then I just found out today that that's his dad. Wow. Like, it's like, it seems to me, I mean, it, it really isn't because... It's, I'm just old, but like it, se- it seemed to me like I'm like, well, Pat Mahomes um, can't be old enough to be his dad, but uh, apparently he yeah, is. Yeah, they say that's the, that's one of the signs you're getting old, Jeremy, is when uh, <laughs> when guys' kids start playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, unfortunately, that's been happening for a while for, for both of us, I think. Yeah. So he played a good 11 years. Wow. Um, mostly with the Twins, but he was with the Cubs one year. Uh, I don't I, – I vaguely remember him with the Cubs, but uh, – yeah, mostly uh, a career uh, relief pitcher, five forty-seven ERA, but he stuck around for eleven years. So there you go. Okay, I have one uh, baseball iPhone autocorrect. If you want to oh, do it, nice. I'll give you two. I'll give you two guesses, Jeremy. You're never gonna get it in a million years. Okay. Uh, the word is helicopter, <laughs> and it's not Rick Helling. No, no. So that, well, yeah, I'll give you two guesses besides that. Okay. Um, hel- helicopter. Um. Does it? Does the player's last name start with an H? Uh, it does not. I it figured does you not. were going to guess Helixson. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. Um, good God, man. I don't really. Know. I'd have to like look at the keyboard. Yeah. Um, is it like Gonzalez or something? Uh, not Gonzalez. What? Uh, what is it? Okay, it's Yelich. Yelich. Yeah. Somehow that's okay. somehow that's helicopter I, in my okay. iPhone. Okay. But I was texting you last night about Yelich's cycle, yeah. and uh, and it was helicopter. <laughs> Very nice. All right, man, Yelich is, uh, he's killing it right now. He is. Old Pete Uh, Davidson lookalike. So (laughs) so Jeremy and I don't know if we're going to make it to another game before the end of the season, but we're going to see what we can do. We're going to have a production meeting at the end of this uh, episode after the recording. So, but uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week. I'm uh, Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.